The Sarah Fraser Show is a daily podcast covering pop culture, reality recaps like Sister Wives, 90 Day Fiance, and your favorite Bravo shows, plus guests of all kinds. You might learn something too, and a splash of Sarah's own personal life. Hint, she's been trying to have a second baby at 42 and shares every last detail about it, for better or worse. The Sarah Fraser Show has been featured in the New York Post, Daily Mail, and more. You might have seen Sarah's recently only Lifetime's Married at First Sight kickoff and mid-season show show with host Kevin Frazier. So check out the Sarah Frazier show wherever you get your podcasts. What is up Wikimaniacs? It's your boy Sean coming at you with another Monday episode. And of course, I'm not alone. I got, what do the girlfriends call you guys? I have the sweet prince and, oh shit. I'm not going to remind you. Damn. What, what uh, does Nancy call uh, you? I'm curious. Nothing. Chris Hemsworth. I'm nothing. <laughs> Sean <fair>. Hemsworth. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, I got Josh and John with me. Of course, I'm keeping it the same as always by not writing a script. Otherwise that would have been prepared, but you guys know the vibe when I host. It's laid back. It's chill. It's actually, no, it's very chaotic. I don't know what's happening, but that's okay. That's okay. It's your boy, Sean, and uh, coming at you with your boy, Sean. All right. <laughs> so on the menu for today, I have the one story that I meant to do on the live show, but you guys love the Q&A, and we loved A-ing doing the everybody. A-ing. Yeah, <laughs> We love doing the A. I love the A-ing. A-ing. Love giving A. So I'll drop that story, and then we have... Two stories. We have one from the subreddit True Off My Chest titled, It's bullshit how I'm expected to be concerned about homeless addicts when they make me feel genuinely unsafe in my area. God damn. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. And then another story from the subreddit Nice Guys because people in the Discord and subreddit were asking for more Nice Guys stories. This is Nice Guy Offers Shelter from Hurricane. Uh-oh. This oh, sounds God. And then, very... <laughs> oh, boy. Okay. And after we come back from our break, I'm going to do a listener-submitted stories. It's kind of a long one, but it's a disaster date from John's friend, Ali, a day one listener oh. of Murmur Murders, Dumbfound Dead, Shots and Thoughts, and Reddit on Wiki. Love to Ooh, see that. What yeah, the absolutely. fuck? Yeah. <laughs> I'm left out. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. You got this one. This is pretty much yours. <laughs> that's fair. All right. And so that's it for today. But before the stories, we got to give a shout out to, I'm actually, I'm going to go with John. I'm going to give the shout out to the patrons at the end. You could so call. Patrons, don't feel like I left you out. I'm definitely going to give you a call out. In fact, I'm probably going to do it during my This Day in History. Just, you know. Just during it? <laughs> a little intimate moment. <laughs> Wait, what'd you say? Just during it. this day in history, we have 75 patrons <laughs> now, during, you know, because I'll, I'll be like John and I record my segments separately now. I understand. Yeah. 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 yeah Jesus. Mad Josh is back. Uh, <laughs> I just thought it was he funny. Was you nice play. last episode. Yeah. So you get the shitty Josh this time. I don't like it. All right. But uh, yeah. Before we get started, I will like to give a plug out to our newest forms of social media. And I think, at least for me, the best way to reach the three of us is our Discord and our subreddit. So if you have anything that you want to say 
directly to us, I think that's probably your best bet to make sure at least the three of us see it because TikTok, good problem to have, but it is crazy. There's no way. So I think the easiest way for John, Josh, and I to read things is probably by making a separate post on the subreddit. You know, that way you have all the attention there or tagging us on Discord. With that being said, John, Josh, do you guys have any, anything else to say before we jump in? Yeah, do you want me to do some comments or reviews or anything like that? If you have something, that would be great. Sure. So I do have a f- one thing. So I missed your last episode, Sean. Your last I'm sure you're happy about it. <laughs> uh, well, I thought I was. And then I saw the wash of comments in our Discord and on YouTube. Things like Ethan, who said... I haven't laughed this hard in months. And then other people just, uh, there's so many comments just being like, this is the best episode yet. And I'm like, damn, you guys are really going to do me like this. (laughs) (laughs) Now you know how the bit feels. Now you know how that bit feels. Uh, Alex did such an awesome job. She She got into character. So I love that. So thank you, Alex, for coming on. And most people were saying that the stories were crazy and they were crazy stories. You did a good job picking some of those out, Sean. Thank you. There you go. I can be nice sometimes. <laughs> and then now say something mean again. Oh, I was no, going to say something mean to John. No. <laughs> Come on. So give it to uh, me. No, just a bunch of people were were kind of roasting you slash just building on to what is it, chimerism or whatever? Oh, you chimerism. It. Yeah. 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 There was a lot of people talking about that. In the I'm comments. a dumbass. It's okay. <laughs> I accept. But they were nice about it. Yeah, yeah they yeah. were. I don't think I saw anybody being like John, nah. you fucking idiot. <laughs> But you should have. And the- <laughs> you should have, yes. I did no. see a lot of comments actually on Sienna's episode. Yes. A lot of people congratulating me saying it's the best I've ever done on yep. the episode. A lot of those. So it's good to see the old bits still alive. Yeah, I love that bit. That was a great <laughs> Love that bit for me. <laughs> and then I just want to read a couple of reviews from Apple Podcasts. So someone said, Hooked, five stars. Since discovering you guys via TikTok, I have been waiting for new episodes. I think I finished all your 2022 episodes in two weeks. <laughs> keep up, wow. keep getting Holy better, moly. guys. And that comes from Kiki K on Apple Podcasts. So thank you for that. Congrats, Kiki K, for skipping all of 2021. I do not blame <laughs> you one bit. That's fair. But if you do want more content, it is there. It does it's, exist. It's just different. I mean, I guess if you listen to the early 2022 episodes, it's similar to that. So not much different. Um, Was I doing smut this year at all? Ooh. I think I had stopped that by then. That's a great question. But we opened with Neanderthals. I did, I did see mostly positive news for the smut. I did see a couple yes. comments that were like, I skipped it, which is fine. I, In fact, I endorse <laughs> it. If that's not your thing, I don't want you to listen to like 15 minutes of us saying some dirty things. Uh, so if that's not your thing, go ahead. Do not blame you. I saw one comment that someone said, it was, and this is like para- paraphrasing, but they said basically like, I didn't listen to your old, your like older episodes. And then I came across this and they were like, my God. (laughs) (laughs) Like we warned you. (laughs) We warned you. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, but that was funny. Um, The last review I want to do here, someone said, or sorry, urban hippie 81 said binge worthy five stars. They said, I found these guys on TikTok. I decided I liked what I saw there. So I wanted to give their podcast a chance. I'm glad I did. I started with episode zero and I'm binging all of the episodes now. Oh God, so, episode uh, zero. That was uh, so awkward. <laughs> kudos to you <laughs> for making your way through that. I um, actually, one yeah. time I listened to episode zero and God. we were so awkward. Was it? <laughs> it was awkward. I remember leaving it being like, 
oh, well, we have a little bit of chemistry. It's pretty good. Yeah, I think compared to like to what we are now, how comfortable we are with each other now. Where I just fucking yeah, roast well, you make on. me cry after we record. <laughs> the goal is to your diary, <laughs> your diary. Josh made me cry again. <laughs> they keep saying I have a micro deep. The comments are ruthless. You say that. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Uh, but yeah, there are a few more reviews. We'll get to them in future Monday episodes. But if you'd like us to read your review, send us one in on Apple Podcast. Or Podchaser or our website. I believe you can do reviews too. Yes, yeah, wherever. You can. Anywhere. You know, sometimes I know things. So uh, yeah, wherever you want to review us, feel free to drop us a review. We'll read them on Mondays. John, anything else before I jump in? Jump in, my guy. I'm diving in. Oh, oh. Side note: I went to Lovers and Friends like three months ago, or however many months ago that was. Trey Songs, excellent performer. I was fucking sick. Nonstop. It was bad for. I apologize to him around me, but I had a great time. His Is songs that- are very good. Oh, I, I guess that was random because Jump In and Dive In was in my head. Yeah, oh, I was thinking of Dive In. You I'm know? about to dive in. About to dive. Yeah, Patreon's for singing. We should keep the singing on Patreon. Okay, or not. so here is the story. <laughs> or not. Uh, you can edit out all that Trey Song stuff. That was weird. All right, we're jumping into our first <laughs> part. This is uh, from live show. So today we have two. Today I fucked up. Apologies for the redundancy, but I think both are pretty good. Actually, I lied. This <laughs> They're is the terrible. only. This is the only today I fucked up. Yeah. So this one is from the live show. It is today I fucked up by buying my wife a bra. Oh, I mean, okay. I guess if you got the wrong size or something, that would be kind of fucking up. Or it could have been like that one friend who bought like a bikini that kind of see through. Oh, yeah. Unless that's what he was going for. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Let's go. Let's go. (laughs) All right. Here we go. Yes, I have fucked up. I really don't feel I've done anything wrong, but my wife disagrees. All summer, she has been complaining about her sweaty tits, how she's ruining all her good bras with her cheb sweat. I don't know what cheb is. I don't know uh, what that is either. Yeah. But she's paranoid about her under boob sweat lines, etc., etc. Now, this isn't my first rodeo, so I just stuck to sympathetically listening and nodding at appropriate times. No comments that could be misconstrued as me criticizing her breasts or her sweatiness or anything like that. She's not even any more sweaty than the average person and her breasts are incredible, but I digress. (laughs) And absolutely no way in hell was I going to try to solve her problem. Only a husband who is an idiotic masochist? 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 Holy fuck me. Would do that, right? (laughs) But then last week, I got an email from the company she buys her period pants from. Each newsletter sign up gets money off their order. So a while back, she also had me sign up using my email address to get a promo code. I don't have a weird menstrual product fetish or anything like that. I promise. Is the promo code right? It could be. Should if be. you contact us at <laughs> redditonwiki at gmail.com. We'll reach out to them. <laughs> but anyway, the subject line caught my eye. Quote, the sweat-proof bra. A match Ooh. made in leak-proof heaven. End quote. This sounds like female manscaped, and I'm for it. Uh, anyways. <laughs> true. Or true classic. Or true classic. 
Obviously, any sane person would delete the email. But as I said, I'm an idiotic masochist. <laughs> there you go. Dang, oh, there it is. Plus, the email said that this bra would be my wife's, quote, new breast friend. And nice. Ooh, that's good Loving marketing. <laughs> <laughs> so who was I to keep her from her new breast friend? <laughs> so I checked out the sizes of her other bras and then placed an order. It arrived an hour or so ago. I knew what it would be, so I handed it to her unopened. I said, here, babe, this is for you. She said, ooh, what is it? I said, it's a bra. At this point, I see the glint in her eyes and realize my mistake. Sure enough, instead of the sexy lingerie she was hoping for, she pulls out a large beige utilitarian-looking, <laughs> quote, sweat-proof bra. <laughs> Oh, no. <laughs> well, I'm sure you can imagine how it went from there. And my foolish muttering of, but but the ad said it would be your new best friend <laughs> didn't help matters. <laughs> because apparently I'm the only sweaty tit here. Apparently to her, I don't find her sexy anymore. And oh. I'll have you know that those sweaty breasts fed and nourished our children. And just what exactly am I getting at anyway? Am I trying to say that she has saggy boobs now? That she needs new bras? A more supportive one for her aging sag bags? God. This is just like me to try and solve a problem rather than letting her vent. So, yeah, that went well. <laughs> she has taken the kids to their swimming lesson and then for ice cream. So I have two hours or so to try and salvage things somehow. Maybe I should buy her crotchless pants or something sexy like that. Oh, God, he's going to make it worse. <laughs> <laughs> She has four fucking sisters, and not one of them is free to answer my phone. Four different iterations of, sorry, I'm busy. Is this an emergency text? So I am kind of on my own with this one. I think she'll be more than willing to listen to my apology when she returns. She knows that I am a well-meaning idiot. And I think she is beautiful and sexy and deserving of lingerie, not this beige, sweat-eating monstrosity. <laughs> Too long, don't read. Please Take heed of my lesson. No matter how much she complains about her twits, her, her tit sweat, twits. do nothing. Twits. She has a twit. Twits. <laughs> it's you. It's you. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, like this is something I've heard like on, on TikTok. There's like, I don't know what they're called. They're like relationship <clears throat> advice TikToks or whatever they are. And it'll be like, you should always ask your wife if they just want to vent or if they want a solution. And I think that's probably the way he should have gone and been like, Hey, are you just venting to me or do you want to actually like me to try and figure something out? Cause just assuming that she needed it figured out was probably your your mistake there. <laughs> yeah. But at the same yeah. time, like you actually hear the humor in the situation. The fact that he can make fun of himself about how he fucked up. Yeah. I think it kind of says like I feel like they have a really healthy relationship, you know? And it's just one of those instances where like you try to solve someone's problem when, like what Josh said, all they wanted to do is vent to you. Mm -hmm. The fact that you can own up to the mistake that you made and try to salvage it, even, even though the sisters didn't answer, <laughs> it kind of just proves how like your intentions are pure with your wife. And uh, I, I love that. I love hearing that. Yeah, I do. Like my wife is somebody that, you know, is like a, she, we saw this new TikTok that was like, there's another love language and it's like being heard or something like that. So like the love language is like whenever they say something, like you really remember it and you take it to heart and things like that. Yeah. So I could see where he was on yeah. the right path to do something. Oh, you know yeah. what I mean? 
Execution. (laughs) Execution was not the greatest. Maybe like at a separate time, just being like, oh, hey, I got like this ad. Does that sound, you know, (laughs) or or something like, I I don't know, but, or maybe buy sexy lingerie and then been like, while I was buying your sweat proof bra, I couldn't stop thinking of your incredible (laughs) breasts or some shit like that. I don't fucking know. They sound like they have a funny relationship. They do. But, uh, and like, they'll be fine. It's it's not like a, it's going to be something they laugh about eventually. And maybe she finds use in the bra. You never know. It might be her breast friend. It might yeah. be. Yeah. Because be. he's not her breast friend right now. <laughs> yeah, definitely not right now. You could have been that asshole on the last episode that we did and saying that, you know, I wish, wish like the one of the sisters are fit or something like that. Oh, God. Yeah. Oh, birthday yeah. party. Jesus. You are like that. So it's like a happy flip yeah. of situations. Going forward, I, I wouldn't just assume... You're trying yeah. to like you. Your wife needs a problem fixed, and maybe she's just venting. Like I'm guilty of this too. Sometimes, like what was it last summer? Sienna does like half marathon runs, and she was like complaining, like she gets thirsty during the run. And so I just bought her like a water backpack, and I was like, oh, here you go. And she was like, I hate this when I run. <laughs> it's just like something <laughs> she didn't want. And I was like, ah, oh, shit. And so it, it's just like one of those things where you try and solve a problem that doesn't maybe doesn't necessarily yeah. need to be solved or solved the way you think it needs to be solved. And so you fuck up, but it's in a meaningful way. Like you're exactly. trying to be. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So there is an update to this. Ooh, it is her breast friend. <laughs> <laughs> so they're back. She has ice cream for me and a sheepish grin. I imagine we will be laughing about this after the kids go to bed. And like somebody said, it was possibly my delivery as if it was going to be a great present that contributed to her reaction. Mm. Yeah. As did the fact that I haven't bought her sexy underwear in a long time. She may well be going through some perimenopause. I don't know what that is. Premenopause? Uh, it <laughs> yeah. says uh, probably premenopause. Yeah, I was going to say. Maybe they misspelled it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Or maybe it's called perimenopause and that's just the... Someone, I don't know. We're moving on. Someone uh, misspelling I, something on Reddit? No way. <laughs> not possible. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we have an incredible relationship she is so funny, kind, caring, laid back, witty, and a million other good things. Her reaction was baffling, and it was sort of out of character. Anyway, I'm going to read the kids their stories and put them to bed. They always sleep incredibly well after swimming, so hopefully we can both enjoy her sweaty breasts soon enough. <laughs> also, please yeah. don't call her a bitch or a twat or any other deter- oh, derogatory term that she has been called here. She is amazing, and I love her more than anything. Yeah, that's not. Nah, okay. that's fucked up. Come on, people, yeah, don't do that. Come on, shit. comments. Be better. Like, do better. Uh, well, I mean, it's it's Reddit, so there's a good chunk that are just like people who have never been in a relationship or are quick to be like, "Oh, this is the end of your relationship," and like divorce or whatever. And it's like, okay, chill. Like, you can have a disagreement in your relationship, and, and like it'd be okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah, not everything's black and white. Yeah, that proves our point, though. We really had a feeling that they had a funny ass fucking relationship. So you yeah. love to see it. Yeah, I mean, she was probably rightfully upset. And so, and he realizes that. So they're clearly going to have a conversation about it and, or not even, they'll just laugh about it later or something like yeah. he said. So it's just a misunderstanding in the relationship and they'll be fine. But still, homeboy had accountability. That's rare to see in a lot of people. So props yeah, to you love to see that. And she realized she might have overreacted to it as well and <clears throat> apologized with ice cream, which is always the best. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Well, that's a good, great relationship that they have. So shout out to Absolutely. both of yeah. All right. So. Moving on to the next story, we're going to r slash true off my chest. Oh, these are always heavy. This is from Reddit user Vortex and Voids. 
So this one's kind of controversial. So I'm excited to kind of get into it. And it's not relationship based. So it's it'll be different than what we usually talk about. Controversial, eh? Maybe. I don't know. I actually like Trump. Oh, (laughs) whoa! We just lost everybody. Carson, please clip that for us. I'm absolutely kidding. I thought that was going to be the controversial thing. But oh my god! (laughs) Thought you knew Uh, somebody. No, I hate Trump. Just to clarify. He hates, he hates yeah, Trump. Yeah. He hates Wakanda. Jesus Christ. There's <laughs> a theme <God>. here. <laughs> oh, my God. Absolutely not. All right. So, it's bullshit how I'm expected to be concerned about homeless addicts oh. when they make me feel genuinely unsafe in my area. What is a homeless so, addict? Like, it sounds like they're saying, like, they're addicted to being homeless, but it's probably, like, uh, drugs is what they mean. Yeah. But it's just probably it's drugs. Poorly worded, first of all, but... Okay. On Reddit? No. <laughs> Impossible. Continue. I, I'm going to get mad at this one. I'm going to get very mad you're, at this one. You're going to get very mad, I'm yeah. sure. I live in the inner city. A few. Oh, sorry. This is a tangent, but I just had to say it. You know how Chick-fil-A is doing wings? <laughs> okay, where are we? Okay, go, continue. Sorry, so just because it's about the inner city. You okay. know how Chick-fil-A is doing wings? They're like product testing wings in no. like Atlanta. Mm-hmm. I don't know if we have Chick-fil-A here. Oh, okay. Some of our listeners probably don't like Chick-fil-A, and that's rightfully so. They they contribute a ton of fucking money to Anti- people that do not have our best interests. Yep. Yes. But anyways, they're testing out wings in like Atlanta because that's where their home base is. And there was this white TikToker that was like, ooh, I'm going to go try these wings out. But they're kind of in like the ghetto and Oof. like blah, blah, blah. And then like making a bunch of jokes about it being in like a place he considers unsafe. I was like, okay, surely I'm not the only one feeling this way. And I went to the comments and nobody was fucking talking about it. I yep. was like, what? Am I crazy? He can't like just say this shit and get away. Like, dude, TikTok's be been completely wild fine. in the comments recently. Like uh, not on ours, but like on, I'll be scrolling through my for you page and it'll be like some relationship and it'll be like something like a, a girl makes a joke or something like that at her, at her boyfriend's expense. And then it'll just be like, Guys being like, oh, that's the end of the breakup. Like, it's just like, holy shit, guys. Like, he's in on the joke. He's in the video. (laughs) It's just like, Jesus. Uh, Same vibe, different issue. But yeah, it was just weird. I was like, if you're not from that neighborhood, maybe just don't go to that fucking neighborhood. Right. I I don't know what to say. Don't fucking talk. Anyways, besides the point, back to the Maybe he should go to that neighborhood and maybe culture himself a little bit. You know? Yeah. Maybe that's the case. (laughs) Get out of your white picket fence. (laughs) Yeah. He was talking about how it's so dangerous and shit, but even though, like, the people that were there were opening the door for him and, like, Jesus, I don't know. I was fucking upset. And nobody was talking about it, which made me more upset. I'm already going to get upset about this story. Sean, you're getting me upset about something. (laughs) Yeah. Sorry. We're all going to get more mad. So last night, I had to scoot the outsiders of my apartment and away from the proverbial zombie horde that is the homeless to ahem, fuck off. So that I could innocently walk to the shop and buy food. They are the stalkers of the night. Women especially should be careful. Like walking around my locale, especially at nighttime, is sincerely dangerous. The local heroin addicts are essentially racketeers as they know the local residents of our area. They know when they get off work, what train station they get off at. They wait there and harass them for money every fucking night. They study us. They knowingly take advantage of the fact that we find them intimidating, engage our non-confrontational demeanor as exploitable weakness. It's bullshit how they can go up to cars in the McDonald's drive-thru, knock on windows, and wait around like parasites, 
often taking advantage of the key moment where you're supposed to lower your window to communicate with the McDonald's clerk. When said moment arises, they stand in between you and look upon you threateningly, where your money becomes a bribe to get rid of them or prevent aggressive escalation. But hey, guys, they're the victims here. Wah, wah, wah. Oh, my Don't you know God. that 30-year-olds, that 30 years ago, they had a rough childhood? Hey, man, I had a fucking rough childhood, too. I do not accept the rationale that life-destroying heroin is a solution, so you'll get no pity from me. I empathize with people who are genuine victims of fate, such as children with terminal illnesses or perhaps hardworking, upstanding men and women whose possessions were destroyed by a hurricane or something. By all means, you have my sympathy, my love, and even my altruism. They don't, by the sounds of it, first of all. Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, continue. However... Those free agents who choose to be nothing but the underscum of my filthy boots. You are a danger in my area, and I don't bug you for trouble. You always come to me looking for action. You encroach on my boundaries. I always leave you alone without exception. I would say you have the right to destroy yourself, but the reason I fucking hate you is because you expect me to be your babysitter. Oh, you expect shit. money, attention, and empathy, and respect from me, yet funnily enough, you exempt yourself from your own expectations of me. I'm supposed to look after you, but you can't look after your own self. Poor you. I'm sick of people Jesus. using addicts as the holy grail of virtue signaling, insofar that by merely claiming you're deeply empathetic to their struggles, this means that you are some sort of saint and anyone who disagrees is a cold psychopath. I'm so sick of being genuinely scared to go to the shop at night without being harassed, intimidated, and bullied. Even in the daytime, things can be real fucking sketchy. I'm sick of the fact that you are the reason my neighborhood sucks and because if you weren't here, if you didn't exist, this place would be an absolute ball. But here you are, and essentially stench, the ugly stain that is your presence cannot be ignored no matter how loud the music in my headphones is. Good night. Okay. Damn. First of all, fuck this guy with every fiber of my being. This guy is the reason that there are homeless people because he probably votes for people who don't help with the homeless crisis. Second, there is an issue with deeming the reason people are on the ho on are homeless is because they do drugs. Sometimes that is the case. Sometimes they become homeless and then do drugs to make the fact that they are homeless bearable. Because if you're homeless and on drugs, it's maybe a little bit easier to live on the street. Now, there is... These are the people that will complain about it and say, get these people out of my neighborhood. Where do you put them? You haven't voted for someone who will put in, you know, social safety nets for people where they have housing, where they have a place to stay, where they can be people that, uh, you know, maybe they are coming from a drug, like addicted to drugs or something like that. These are social safety nets we should put in to protect people and get them out of that and make them productive people in society. So... Vote for people who will get housing and provide drug and mental health help. The biggest thing. Because these people are just, you know, down in their luck. And in, in a world where the rich get richer and the poor get poorer and the middle class gets stretched out to either side, usually to the poorer side, in, you know, a hundred years, if we keep this up, there's going to be way, way more homeless people. And there already are millions of people in America homeless now today. And that's because the rich don't pay their taxes and we can't pay for social safety nets like housing the homeless, mental health, and drug addiction help. And that's why these people are on the street struggling. And listen, man, like it is tough. I, I, I am almost 30. I cannot afford a house. 
because the housing market is ridiculous. Rent is crazy where I live. And, well, it's crazy everywhere, to be honest. And so people, even with jobs and who work nine to five every day, live with their spouse or partner. It is hard to get by with inflation and all this shit. And so a lot of people are becoming homeless. And we saw a huge spike between 2020 and 2022 because of the inflation, because of like the spike in mental health issues that people had when they were isolated or had nothing to do but drink or do drugs because you couldn't go anywhere. And that's tough. And so we need to fund public health, mental health. And I know I keep harping on that, but that those are like big things that can help change. Well, it should change people's minds about homeless people. They're, they're people and not zombies as you compared them to, which is fucking so dehumanizing and shitty. And when you do that, it allows you to look down on the people like that. Yeah, man, that's most of the points I wanted to get to. Fuck this guy. If he were in the same position, then maybe he'd realize. But a lot of people don't realize and they just look down on homeless people. And it's like terrible. Um, yeah. And it's, it's horrible. So sorry. Go ahead, John. I, I, no, I was going to say there. I 100% agree with what Josh said. The, human, I, the dehumanization of homeless people is probably like the best description of what you said. And in a way, I'm not going to say I sympathize for the guy that's saying this, but I get it. You know, sometimes they could get aggressive with you. Sometimes they could get in the way of like your daily routine or you might feel some sort of endangerment. But you're also saying this in a place of privilege, even though mm -hmm. because the way we compare privilege nowadays, it's like, you know, upper middle class suburban living type yeah. of situation, you know. But sometimes you just having a place, a roof under your head is privileged enough as it is. And many of these people can't have that. It's not just they can't afford it. They physically can't or there's no way in hell for them to afford it. You know, and, and describing them almost in a way that these homeless people are parasitic, you're just not treating them like people. And I hate that you said that you, you sympathize with people who like children who have like, you know, these types of illnesses or people who got hit with natural disasters. You don't know every single person's story. No. You know, and vices can sometimes be the very thing that is holding them in the threat of existence. And that's the only way for them as a crutch to even wake up the next day. And you know what? The sad reality is those people who use those said products to make them feel better is a lot of reasons why they end up dead in the streets to begin with. Yep. You know, and it's sad that just hearing you remove the human aspect in you and treat them like nothing but little ticks in the street or like little rats and like, you know, you know, just going around. What are you doing, my guy? Like, what are mm -hmm. you doing actively to help you? Because you said you love your community. You said your community would be a ball. What are you doing actively to not, and getting rid of them is such a harsh word. What are you doing actively? So even for one person to get off that street, are you yeah. volunteering the shelters? Are you volunteering in places where they could possibly feed them? Are you working somewhere where they could give them job skills to get off the street, giving them skill sets to move on to a next job or something. What yeah. the fuck are you doing instead of bitching and complaining in a seat of privilege? Yeah. Because if, like if he felt pride in his community, if he truly would felt do it, something. he would try and bring up the people in his community. Exactly. Not, not tear them down and try and get rid of them. The other thing I just wanted to say, because, and I'm sure you'll appreciate this, John, but maybe not, but understand this better. But like a lot of people that are homeless are veterans right? They fought oh, for the country and they were the hardest working people in the, like some of the hardest working people are, are in the army. 
And so they fought for this country and come back with, with Nothing. no support, no, no safety net, no mental health. Like PTSD is very real in some of these cases. And so they turn to drugs because they have no other where to go. Like, especially in America, no offense guys, but like mental health is like, Oh, it doesn't, it's so demonized. Doesn't exist. It doesn't exist. Yeah. Exactly. And so these people are left to fend for themselves and they have nothing to turn to when they come back from, you know, Afghanistan or wherever they happen to be. And so they turn to drugs and, you know, get down on their luck and they have no help and, or anything like that. And so these people are, have fought for your freedom, your privilege and then you turn around and I'm not saying all of them. It doesn't matter. Like this is just an example of who these people could be. And you look down on them and treat them like garbage after they've done nothing but fight for your country. And you can feel how you want about the American, you know, army complex or whatever. <laughs> That's a whole other different conversation. But but these people are, are people who used to have pride in their work and they used to, you know, they, they were probably the hardest workers in your country. And you just you dehumanize them and, and yep. treat them like animals. And it's just disgusting. Yeah, I you, you guys pretty much covered everything I wanted to say. I just wanted to say two things. It's like, you know, how are you supposed to feel bad for these people? And like addiction is such a tricky thing because people mm. think it's like, oh, you could just fucking stop. Like, no, addiction is like it's clinically a sickness. Like yeah. it's something they can't control. That's why it's an addiction. Addiction isn't you being like, oh, man, I wish I could stop drinking Coke or some shit. Like, no, addiction. <laughs> which could be an addiction clinic, as well. But yes, which, could, <laughs> which could be an addiction, too. But it's not like, you know, just something. Oh, I'll try to stop that. Yeah, it's a sickness. It's like a real thing. Like, yeah. it's it's not so simple as like, oh, you know, they chose to do this. They didn't choose anything. No, they're, they, they they're have a victim to, of circumstance. Exactly. They have to you. wake That's up every the day. Perfect word. Yeah. Yeah. They have to wake up every day and battle to not do that thing, not do that yeah. drug, not do that, you know, whatever happens to be their addiction, gambling, whatever it is. And so that it's a fight every day for them. And that's what addiction is. It's a battle against your urges every day. And some people without help, they can't succeed in that battle. So you're and right on and nailed that, Sean. And two, the second point I wanted to say is like, you know, if you're so like genuinely, you know, you feel like unsafe or, you know, you don't like that they're coming into your spot, then, you know, take a look back and be like, well, maybe I should move. And then you're like, well, I don't want to move because what if I can't afford anything? And then it's like, look in the fucking mirror then. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're stuck in your situation. They're also stuck in their situation. So instead of being an Perfect. asshole and fucking being a little dickhead and like complaining about them and ignoring them and calling them all the nasty things that you call them, do like John said, fucking help the community, yep. help get them out of that situation. And then there won't be an issue of you feeling intimidated because all of them will have better situations to where they don't have to ask other people for money. Yeah. And, and building off that, it seems like a lot of this comes from a place of insecurity where, and a lot of people who treat homeless people like this are insecure that they might end up in a spot like this. And so turn that into insecurity into something productive where you can, like I keep harping, you know, vote for people or even like volunteer or do something productive in your community that will help build up the community and hopefully make it safer for people on the lower end of, of the middle class where we can all build each other up and so that we all don't have to worry about becoming homeless because like these people are suffering and they need our help. And so instead of just complaining about them, fucking do something as John and Sean both said. Yeah. Oh, that was heavy, boy. That I was a heavy you. one. Oh, Jesus. my God. That made me <laughs> We're going to move. Type away. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah, they went into depth about how shitty they are as people. Yes. Uh, All so. the descriptive words that you said describing homeless people, like what Sean said, dude, look at yourself in the mirror. 100%. Like, you tell me, like, can you really look at yourself in the eye 
and read exactly what you read and can look at yourself in the mirror and say like, holy fuck, I'm not a terrible person. Yeah. Just do that, please. Oh my God. Whew, okay. All right. I'm, I'm we'll get a little lighthearted on this next one. <laughs> say, we this is from sweaty from... breasts to this. Jesus. <laughs> yeah. We're, we're going to pick it back up. Something Ooh. nice again. Something real nice coming from r slash nice guys. Oh boy. And oh, it's no. a double whammy because it's also from r slash delusional Craigslist. Oh, oh. that's a first. I don't want to know heard that this is. One. Yeah, that's a first. Yeah, that might be uh, one that we might have to revisit. <laughs> so this is nice guy offers shelter from a hurricane. Then oh, no. it's just a picture of the Craigslist listing. It says, do you need a place to ride out the storm? In quotes, or in parentheses, Jacksonville. Uh, he includes a photo of, of himself. It's Jacksonville. <laughs> <laughs> Jacksonville, Florida. Yeah. Uh, he includes a photo of himself, and I don't want to shame anybody for how they look, but I will say the photo matches the description. Okay. Uh, <laughs> okay. That might be the meanest thing you've said to someone on this podcast, but if he's a piece of shit, uh, then fair enough, I guess. Yeah. I mean, I, I never want to, you know, Blame somebody for how they look, but I will say after looking at the picture and reading it, that it's, looks it's like deserved. the person you imagine. Okay. You know what I mean? Fair enough. Okay. Next list listing reads. Oh, this is from Reddit user. You don't want to be here. Okay. <laughs> Which is fair. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Hello, ladies. Single man here looking for any single women needing a place to stay in Jacksonville to ride out the hurricane. Uh, hurricane is spelled. H E R I C A N E. So close. Oh, oh. I live alone, but hate to sleep alone. It's more fun to cuddle, hold someone. I don't drink or smoke or do drugs, but I am 420 friendly. I have a clean home with room to spare. I'm white. 5'8", 160, blue eyes and lonely. Mm -hmm. uh, again, this has no periods. This is one long run on sentence. Wait, sorry. Uh, how, how tall? 5'8". Okay. Yeah. Okay. So not taller, taller, than me. taller than John. Oh. <laughs> well, he's lying about a lot of things, so he might be 5'6 yeah. <laughs> <six> or 7. <laughs> he's 160, which is much lighter than me. Very uh, much lighter than me. <laughs> my blue eyes and lonely. I've always wanted to be with two women at once. Oh, so boy. we can work something out, lol. What you must fuck? respond with a picture and tell me what you want to do or looking for if you're looking for something long term with a good man. 50, but I don't look it or act it. This is 50. He's 50? Yeah. Oh, Holy. Yeah. No picture, no reply. I like younger women. Oh. Age is just a number. If no. you send a phone number with your picture, I'll call you, not text. Call if I can't talk to you. I'm not interested. Plain and simple. Too old for games. Again, uh, yeah. That's the end of what he wrote. But again, uh, no periods. One long sentence. That's fucking ridiculous. <laughs> Go ahead and dissect that for yourselves, guys. I don't even know where to start. Like Creepy. Is creepy, one. first of all. Yep. Yep. Um, yeah. I love this. I'm a 50 year. I'm 50 year old. I don't look it or act it. Lol. I like younger women. Age is just a number. Yeah. Yeah. That, <laughs> what? The age is just a number is a weird. It's very weird. That's some oh, guy he who's likes like younger women, but age. his age doesn't matter. 
that's the kind of guy that would be like, oh, I didn't know she was 17. I didn't. And then he was like, he didn't ask her, but she clearly looks 17. And then it's just like, you're fucking gross. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what else to dissect from that. I, I'm going to say not only is he creepy, he's also like, in a way, taking advantage of a tragedy. Yes. <laughs> yes. Like, very much so. Yes. <laughs> There's a huge natural calamity that just happened. But the first thing that comes to your mind is, I want to fucking have a threesome as a 50-year-old. Yeah. <laughs> a 50-year-old man who doesn't care about age. That's... Oh. Yeah. But wants a young woman. <laughs> yeah. But only wants young women. Oh. oh. Hurricane's coming. How can I take advantage of women in my area? Like, oh, my God. Jesus Christ, dude. This guy fucking sucks. <laughs> uh, shit. You know, uh, you know, we should be really concerned, but my house is pretty fucking safe if you're under 20 <laughs> and you have a friend who's also under 20. Send pics, though. Don't text me. Calls only. Yeah. If you hear your voice. Text, old <laughs> <That's true. laughs> you can't see. He's, he's blind. <laughs> I'm like, I'm still using T9. Oh, <laughs> Shows his <God>. age. <laughs> I like how he says he, he doesn't look or act 50, but post a picture of himself where he very much looks 50 oh and boy. he acts 50 in the way that he doesn't know how to properly structure a sentence online. Yeah. Again, I can't believe this is one long sentence. I'm that surprised he didn't do it just crazy. under one breath. I can. Yeah. No, I was going to say I could try, but there's well, no way. Well, that's why he can't text because he doesn't know punctuation. So. <laughs> yeah. People get confused when I text. So yeah. just call me. <laughs> Like, I don't understand what you meant. It's just all one sentence. Uh, oh, God. Jesus. Oh, that was man. gross. All right. Well, now that that's done, we got to hit an ad break. And when we're back with the ad break, we'll have a This Day in History and a listener submitted disaster date. We know how much you guys love those. Ooh. So stick around. We'll see you soon. Have you ever thought about why your wireless bill is so damn expensive? It's all just radio waves. And how much can a radio wave really cost? Seems like big wireless got together and decided $100 a month? I think they'll buy it. What choice do they have? But now, thanks to Mint Mobile, you do have a choice. For a limited time, all phone plans from Mint Mobile are $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan. That's unlimited talk, text, and data for $15 a month. Wireless service so good that you could tune into Reddit on Wiki wherever you are Plus, you'll be a rich Wikimaniac from all the savings. Now, wait a gosh dang minute, Sean. Good. Did I just hear Lord. plans start at $15 a month and you get unlimited talk, text, and high speed data? That's right. But wait, there's more. You can keep your same phone number. Plus, you have the option to choose from three, six, or 12-month plans so you can kiss them monthly bills goodbye. And to get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash reddit. Cut your wireless bill to $15 a month at mintmobile.com slash reddit. Reddit. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Thank you, Mint Mobile, for supporting the show. Now let's get that all back to our stories. 
Can you believe that March is already here? I can't. But what I do believe is eating better is easy and possible with Factors delicious ready-to-eat meals. Still planning to march to the grocery store? Jesus. That's madness. God you don't need to jump through hoops to get fresh, never-frozen meals that are chef-crafted, dietitian approved and ready to go in just two minutes. Plus, you can help your boys ball out so we can quit our day jobs and bring this show to you full-time by supporting our sponsors. I actually hate that you write these ads, John, because I'm contractually obligated to read puns, but Factor got you covered on meals including breakfast, midday bites, and many more. The best part, no more prepping, no more messy cleanup after just pop them inside a microwave and you're ready to hit a fast break in less than two minutes that's a slam dunk if you ask me <laughs> not only do you save time but you save some money too factor is less expensive than takeout it's almost as if your wallet is getting a rebound from spending more and not to mention these meals are way more nutritious head to factormeals.com slash wiki 50 and use code wiki 50 to get 50 percent off that's code wiki 50 at factormeals.com slash wiki 50 to get 50 percent off thank you factor for supporting the show and we're back at it again shout out true classic apologies for not wearing the hat i did not get the memo it's been two hours of fomo but we'll move on to be fair uh your hair is looking great today so Very i wouldn't want to cover great. that up either oh thanks thanks i am getting a haircut soon but i don't know what i want to do nah, with it. keep it long i might guy. i'm cutting I might mine, just keep it going cutting mine tomorrow i think so same keep, same keep oh, it going twinsies. Nah, I want to see too- like pigtails like by the end of <laughs> two years. <laughs> I could <laughs> probably do pigtails right now. Say. Uh, see? It's not far off. Yeah. <laughs> what a handsome man. I'm definitely man, man bun length, but I'm past the man bun. I, I feel like when I was doing man bun life, I was stressing out those front hairs and I'm getting old. I don't want to fucking stress this <laughs> I know, out. My hairline is like too pushed back for me to start doing that shit again. <laughs> Uh, yeah, mine is too. We're not yeah. going to look at it. We're, we're 30 or almost 30. So yeah. that's the man bun is out of question. Nope. But let's go ahead and jump into this listener submitted disaster date from John's friend, Allie. Oh, Ooh. gosh. Up, Crazy ass fucking stories. <laughs> this My one God. is. I was going to say, she just texted me like a couple days ago. She's like, what's your email? <laughs> I think we need to have Allie on just to do her own episode. Then she'd probably love that. She got some crazy yeah. shit, bro. Get another Look. mic, John. We're going to have her sit in with you. There you go. Just uh, She lives in San Diego. Well, I don't know where she lives, but I imagine she's close to Patrick, maybe? No, she lives just in take Patrick's Dallas. Mic. Oh, she's a Dallas person. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I live in Dallas gotta... now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You have friends all over. I don't have friends. <laughs> <laughs> My God. We are here. You say this every time. Oh, I'm sorry. Anyways. Even though John just yelled at me, he doesn't have friend. This is from John's friend, Allie, uh, who will be interested to hear that you're not her friend, yeah. according it's to a, you, John. Oh, wow. Allie will be your friends. <laughs> Allie's our friend. Yeah. I, I feel we know her enough just by their stories. <laughs> <laughs> by the stories. Yeah. Hey, guys. Day one listener here. Also followed along with Murmur Murders, Dumbfound Dead, and Shots and Thoughts. By the way, what the heck is up with Shots and Thoughts? We will be back. Ryan is in school. Chris is... Just got engaged, uh, but Sean's but here soon every enough, Wednesday. we'll we'll be back. Yeah. I'm here every fucking Wednesday. Mondays now too, uh, apparently. Yeah, apparently. Mondays and Tuesdays now too. Now that the guys are on vacation, we're trying to not give you guys too long of a break of content. Yeah, but back at it. I am a friend of John's wife. Oh, so maybe she is. Yeah, yeah. You're right. The truth yeah. comes out. Yeah, there it is. See, I will be completely out. wrong. <laughs> 
We hang out occasionally for game nights and an annual Friendsgiving party. Ooh. I, unfortunately, for the longest time, was known as the girl with the crazy dating stories. You do be fun. I was relentless in my pursuit of love and had to shift through many, many, many assholes to find it. And trust me, I wasn't perfect either. I should have for sure gotten therapy. Enter soundbite here. <laughs> Damn it. I don't get there on a different system. <laughs> yeah, Sean said. <laughs> Get therapy. That was the soundbite. Perfect. All right. Beautiful. Before diving into our relationship after relationship. One plus side, after so much trial and error, I finally found my person. And I am in a very stable, healthy relationship of two and a half years. Congrats, by the no, way. Yeah. He's, cool, he's cool as fuck, though, even though he said that Breath of the Wild sucks. I wanted to fight you after that. <laughs> Just calling him out in front of thousands of people. <laughs> Man. <laughs> It's going to get flamed in the comments now, John. Hi. People love that game. I know. I was like, oh, I'm leaving. I got to leave the party. I'm about to Friendsgiving's over. I know, right? John's that guy from the comic book store. He's just like, yeah, didn't like it. You didn't <laughs> like Breath of the Wild? <laughs> How dare you? Still, looking back to my years of crazy dating, I cringe from remembering all the disaster dates I've been on. I've been told numerous times that I should write a book and that although other people say they have worse dating stories and experience, I truly, quote, take the cake. <laughs> Here is one of my few greatest hits. I submitted via Instagram, the tigers are aliens, terrible first date, but these are much longer and I needed to email rather than do a short Insta message. You haven't done the other Instagram one. I'll do it next. Time. Okay. I was going to say, I don't remember <laughs> that one. But she I don't sent remember in, Tiger. She sent in two other ones, didn't she? The ghost I sent one? It to, I sent it to Sean, but he did the smut instead. Oh. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> what was the other the, one she did? The people were asking for the smut. I had she, to did the, she did the, uh, the one. Let's not uh, meet. Yeah, the stranger in yes. the alley. And then also the haunted... The haunted oh, right, dream, the boyfriend yeah, and yeah, yeah. roommate. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Okay, okay. That one was scary as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> okay. But these are much longer, and I needed to send an email rather than a short Insta message, but I will send even more later down the road. Oh. Enjoy the disasters. Title, first date leads to porn stars and hospital visits. <laughs> <laughs> Do I know this porn star? I might. <laughs> you probably do. If you give me names, I might. <laughs> I have so many questions. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Wikimaniacs. I was on the dating apps and losing faith fast as I encountered asshole after asshole. Needing a break but not willing to fully give up, I changed my status on Bumble to looking for friends and continued swiping. Nice. This is, we talked about that recently, right? Yeah, we did. Yeah. Friend. Monday. Adult yeah. friend finder. Yeah. This is always a risky move as many guys can misread this as just looking to mess around, which is, isn't That's, that what the regular part of the <laughs> app is for? That's that why was, you want a standalone app. That was my point yeah. from, from the last Monday. Yeah. Cause it should be a standalone. So that dumbass guys aren't like, oh, this means uh, low key. It means sex. <laughs> it's like, no, no, no. Holy fuck. Yeah. That's what Tinder's for. Is that not? I thought Tinder was the fuck app. I mean, I Bumble is the same thing. Apps. It's all yeah. fuck apps. Yeah. <laughs> They're all fuck apps. All right. Well, thankfully, I found a guy who was also just looking for a friend. We ended up having great conversations. And after a few weeks of talking to him, I found out that we were extremely, we were that, fuck me. I'm sorry. <laughs> 
After a few weeks of talking to him, I found out that he was extremely close to family and liked the same movies and shows that I did. And we also listened to the same music. He was a part-time radio host who was semi-famous on YouTube doing video game reviews and had aspirations to do YouTube full-time. We could relate to that. Yes, we do. As much as this may sound like a joke to some people, his channel was doing really well and growing. I 100% believed in him and fondly called myself his cheerleader. Hell yeah. Our relationship was mostly texting, checking in on one another during bad or stressful days, and having late-night convos when we couldn't sleep. With that said, I could tell that there were some feelings growing on both ends. As much as we were trying to just be friends, the lines started to blur. He would have some drinks with friends and send me a few flirtatious texts. We would both flirt over the phone and hint at more, and one day... I even went as far as to bring him lunch at work when he told me he forgot his at home. We didn't hang out much in person, and I wasn't even necessarily overly attracted to him. It was much more of a personality won me over type of scenario. And I think I was just so relieved to find a decent guy that I started to fall for him. The bar is on the floor. (laughs) Yeah, the bar is on the floor. (laughs) Ain't even a good guy. Ain't even a great guy. Just decent. Just decent. I mean, he might have been a good guy, but that's just the way she phrased it. That's funny. (laughs) (laughs) One day, we were out having dinner, hanging out, and I agreed to go home with him and continue, quote, hanging out. Before we went to his house, he let me know that we had to be quiet because his roommate was home. That's where things started to get weird. Oh, oh. His roommate was a female high school friend who was a bisexual amateur porn star. Okay. Uh, How, old are they? This in a... How old are they at this point? I don't know. Weird uh, to have a high schooler living with you. Just no, I think bat. a high school friend, like a high friend school, from so high school. Went, oh, from... <laughs> went together <laughs> high school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was like, Why is high school living with this guy? Like, yeah, this isn't weird. euphoria. Okay. Uh, this, <laughs> you framed it as weird and I took it weird. So that, that, yeah, that's, not that, that's fair. Yeah. That's fair. <laughs> I knew this in advance before agreeing to come over, though. He told me that she has been working a lot in the past couple of days and didn't want to disturb her and wanted me to be aware. I agreed to be quiet and we continued on with the night. After arriving at his house, one thing led to another and we started messing around. As he was getting handsy with me, I suddenly become aware that something was not okay. Oh, oh no, we're not I had that fist back. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I had a terrible stomach pain, and the insides of my private bits were starting to burn and itch like I was literally boiling from inside out. Oh, what? I tried to ignore the pain, but it became so unbearable that I suddenly peeled away, jumped up, threw on my clothes, and ran to the door, stammering that I had to go to the bathroom. As I ran out the door, I heard him trying to tell me where the bathroom was. But I was in such a rush, I ran out before being able to hear him. As I entered the hallway, feeling like I was on fire, I realized I fucked up as the house was nothing but two long hallways with door after door. Oh, I decided to take my chances and open the door at the end of the hall in hopes of a bathroom. (laughs) Unfortunately, it was not. Instead, I barged into a room that had two cameramen and three women tied up and wrestling with one another on the floor. Oh, my God. (laughs) Why did you have to be quiet? (laughs) (laughs) We all stared at each other. 
<laughs> yeah, but I'm sure it would have just been, you know, added to the ambience. <laughs> we all stared at each other in pure horror. And I quickly mumbled something stupid like, um, my bad, uh, continue on. And ran out of the room. Wrong room. I wish, <laughs> I wish this was the end, but it was not. Oh, no. I tried the next door and was successful in finding the bathroom. How I many doors are there? <laughs> <laughs> I quickly tore off my pants and was inspecting my bits, trying to figure out why I felt like legitimate lava. Seeing nothing wrong, I took a tissue and tried cleaning my area with some soap and water. If anything, this made the pain much, much worse. Oh, oh no. After a few minutes, the pain got to the point where I started to legitimately cry. Not knowing what was wrong and feeling embarrassed for ruining a damn porn and literally running away from my date, I decided to leave the house without saying goodbye. In my car, I googled the nearest hospital because I was convinced that I was dying. Jesus. After I left, I started receiving phone call after phone call from my friend. Too embarrassed to talk about what was happening to me and to confess that I barged in on his roommate, I kept declining the calls. I was driving so I couldn't text, but managed to squeeze in a few at the red lights on the way to the hospital. After excessive questioning of why I ran out, I let him know that there was something wrong and I thought I was having an allergic reaction to something because my hoo-ha felt like it was about to fall out of my body. Jesus. After really, I sent that We're text, really learning about your friend today, John. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we are. Holy crap. This is the Next first time I'm about this shit. <laughs> yeah, Next friend's giving me like, a little awkward. Cool, <laughs> pass, <laughs> pass me the, the turkey. <laughs> yeah, John is just going to be like, so what's her? What's your ex's roommate's at? Yeah. How can I find that porn? <laughs> Research. <laughs> yeah, it's for the podcast. It's for the yeah, podcast. Yeah, you know. Oh, God. Show notes. Follow up. <laughs> After I sent that text, everything went radio silent, and I was convinced he was either mad or convinced that I was lying. Well, I arrived at the hospital, checked in, and was waiting in the lobby, again, crying in pain to the point where my body was cramping and I was sweating. I pulled out my phone to try and distract myself and saw I had a novel of a text from my friend. He convinced that it was something that embarrassed him, but he was in a terrible car crash at a young age which led him to needing hip replacements and knee replacements at a very young age. At the time, we were both around 24. He then proceeded to tell me that because of this, he frequently gets aches and pains in his joints, especially when the weather is cold. His coworker, a friendly older Mexican lady, who he lovingly called his work grandma, gave him a cream to help with his uh, joint pain. His tiger bomb. Because of the cold weather, he had been using it a lot. After telling him about my situation, he texted his work abuela to ask him about what was in the cream she gave him. Oh. Turns out it was a homemade remedy made with vaporub, oh. cayenne pepper, oh. turmeric, oh. ginger, and the secret ingredient, jalapeno extract. Oh, <laughs> no. Jesus. Mortified, but relieved that I wasn't fucking dying, I went to Walmart to get an over-the-counter remedy, went home, filled up a bath, and soaked my worries away as the pain slowly subsided. Unfortunately, the incident was a bit too much of an embarrassment for either of us to get over, and our friendship was never quite the same after that. 
That's fair. Yeah. <laughs> That's a tough one. In, to time, <laughs> in time, we stopped talking altogether and grew apart. Later on, out of curiosity, I regrettably looked up his roommate and found the porn that they were filming in the house. <laughs> Again. Thank- Don't send it to us. <laughs> <laughs> Research. You have our email. Uh, thankfully, <laughs> I got my not- number. What do you mean? Thankfully, I did not make a startled cameo in it, thank God, but it still solidified the fact that I could never go back to that house. On a lighter note, though, the guy continued to do well with his YouTube channel, and from what I could tell at a distance on Facebook, he has quit his radio job and is doing YouTube full-time, reviewing games. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Collabo. Yeah. Uh, Tell us your side of the story. Yeah. All ended well eventually, but I will never forget the night that I simultaneously thought that I was dying and was going to end up on the background of a lesbian porn. God damn, that is a wild ass story. <laughs> Holy shit. Well written. I've known you this whole time. Holy shit. God Ooh. damn. And it sounds like you have more stories that have you've already submitted. So yeah, she said she has more a, more to submit a, later. Are we gonna have an alley episode? <laughs> an alley segment. Yeah. She should come on. That'd be awesome. I'd, yeah. I'd be down. That would be awesome if she wants to come on after that story. I don't know, but yeah, that'd be it. That'd be awesome if she had like could put together like four or five stories and just have her on. That'd be cool. Holy shit, Allie! <laughs> oh my god! God Holy damn! Molly. All right. Well, with that being said, I think it's time we get into our this day in history, and. uh See what happened on this day in history. It's your boy, Sean. <laughs> it's time to turn back the clocks, Wikimaniacs, with our segment, This Day in History, a weekly series where we take you back in time to learn more about what happened on this day throughout history. Today's date is August 29th, 2022, and we're heading back 17 years ago to 2005. Hurricanes, a terrifying result of where the ocean has a temperature of at least 26.5 degrees Celsius with wind blowing across it. As the wind blows, moist air rapidly rises. As it rises, the moist air cools and the water in it condenses into large storm clouds. Online resources claim that the wind must be blowing in the same direction and at the same speed to force air upward from the ocean surface. Wind begins to flow outward above the storm, allowing the air below to rise. So hurricanes can cause a mass amount of damage and even death. For example, if winds are as strong as 90 to 100 kilometers an hour, You could expect some tree limbs to break, occasional trees to topple, some poorly constructed signage damaged, and even power outages. If the winds are 140 kilometers an hour, you could encounter widespread forest blowdowns, prevalent cladding and roofing damage, some roofs blown completely off slash heavily damaged, widespread power outages are possible as well. In 2020, there were 47 fatalities due to hurricanes reported in the United States. If you're fortunate, you may have never encountered a hurricane before. Maybe you live in a place where you have never, so far, had to worry about hurricanes. But today's historical throwback, though, is going to be discussing a tragic and terrifying real-life situation that amplified on August 29th, 2005. 
Before we get to that specific date, we do need to set the scene back a little bit further. Hurricane Katrina, according to Britannica, began on August 23, 2005. It was just a tropical depression over the Bahamas, approximately 530 miles east of Miami. As time passed, it elevated to a Category 1 hurricane, meaning it was considered very dangerous and it could have potential to produce some damage. There are up to five categories of hurricanes, by the way. And by August 27th, Hurricane Katrina had gained even more strength and developed into a Category 3 hurricane with top winds exceeding 115 miles per hour and a circulation that covered virtually the entire Gulf of Mexico. As the day went on, Katrina gained a reputation for being one of the most powerful Atlantic storms on record with winds in excess of 170 miles per hour. Needless to say, Katrina was coming in hot and not in a good way. Communities in the area being affected were shattered and torn apart in a short amount of time, which leads us to August 29th of 2005, the location, New Orleans, Louisiana. To elaborate further, here's a direct quote from the Britannica website, quote, On the morning of August 29th, the storm made landfall as a Category 4 hurricane at Black Mines Parish, Louisiana, approximately 45 miles southeast of New Orleans. It continued on a course to the northeast, crossing the Mississippi Sound and making a second landfall later that morning near the mouth of the Pearl River. A storm surge more than 26 feet high slammed into the coastal cities of Gulfport and Biloxi, Mississippi, devastating homes and resorts along the beachfront, end quote. $115 billion were acclimated in damage due to Katrina, but it's the lives that were lost that cannot be replaced or summed up to the dollars. 1,836 lives were lost due to the havoc Hurricane Katrina caused on that devastating August day. Many that survived were left homeless, without food, water, or any idea what to do next. I mean, what would you do if everything you had was gone with a powerful gust of wind? Many of those whose homes were lost are still dealing with the post-hurricane damages left. In an April 26, 2019 article written by Nicolette Santos, it was noted that even though 90% of New Orleans' pre-storm population is back, Many have stood up to try and help these neighborhoods that are still affected to get to a point where they feel safe and secured, to where they feel as though they are once again home. Some of those resources, many include The Green Project and The Common Ground Relief, whose links for those websites will be in the show notes. And that, Wikimaniacs, is what happened on August 29th, 2005. Today's whirlwind segment wouldn't have been made possible without the following resources. Britannica, on this day, Let's Talk Science, Time, Statista, Weather Whiz Kids, the Government of Canada website, Environmental and Energy Study Institute, Common Ground Relief, The Common Project, and no Wikipedia was used today, but that's just how it goes sometimes. So thank you, Alex, for the wonderful segment. And before we head out of this, I want to give a quick shout out to all of the patrons, and it's growing every day, which is wild. So many names to read. That's why I pushed it to the end of the episode. Again, a great problem to have. Thank you guys so much for believing in us and wanting to support us financially. So this shout out is to all of you guys. Can't thank you guys enough. Let's hit all 86 names. Holy moly. I think I said 82 like two seconds ago. Um, 
But here we go. Shout out Kate, Caroline, Rihanna, Maria, Elena, Nina, Amanda, Adam, Jacqueline, Michelle, Allie, Ashley, CJ, Sicily, Haley, Brittany, Kebra, Little Rosie, Ariori, Saskia, Andy, Sky, Lucilini, Amber, Reed, Noah, Itzel, Nelly, Ashley again, Sasha, Megan, Alex, Caitlin, Casey, Ringo, Paula, Dan, Rochelle, Carrie Berry, Dee, Mariana, Ekaterina, Jen, Jenny, Leanne, Elizabeth, Corey, Carter, Amber, Dominique, Maureen, Chantel, Tiffany, Risa, Kieran, Drella, your girl Diana, hey, what's up? Catherine, Diana, Erica, Lena, Nia, Jen, Crystal, Danielle, Michelle, Alexis, Jasmine, Miss Doolittle, Marianne, Sarah, Free Gnomes, Susan, Phantom Fox 98, Dan, Is Tales, Blue Rena, Katie, Lulia, Micah, Valentina, Alex, Taru, Aaron, Gabby, Lindsay, and Vina. Thank you guys so much again for uh, being patrons. And if you're not a patron, thank you for listening this far into the episode. All right, let's get back to the regular part of the episode. And that was what happened on this day in history. Shout out again to Alex from Weird Distractions Podcast. She writes all of those and does such a great job. And uh, shout out to all the patrons. I already thanked you, I presume. I hope I remember to. Yeah, I did that for sure. Uh, But yeah, if you want to catch more of our podcasts, you can hit us up on Twitter, on Instagram, on TikTok, on fucking Discord, on our subreddit. Nice. Or our Patreon. Reddit on Wiki. And our Patreon. You can leave comments on everything we post, or you can even send us direct messages on there as well. Yep. I think that's a thing, right? You can, yeah. yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. So yeah, hit us up on any of those. And if you need help finding our social media accounts or finding any of that other stuff, uh, you can hit up our website, redditonwiki.com, where we have all of that info available for you. So that's it for this episode. Thank you, guys. Another Monday in the books. We'll see you guys on Friday. Mwah, 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 Bye. Mwah. Love ya. Love you. Bye. Fifth time, it's your boy Sean. <laughs>